Hey kiddos, welcome to Dad Feelings, the podcast about fictional father figures. Uh, joining me this week is podcaster, LARPer, um, I think friend of the Stay Me Corporation, if I can <laughs> if I can say that, past guest yes. on, on Will and Secrets, uh, Alex Roberts, who is here today to talk about a dad who is also a dog. Yes, the dog dad, who dog we all know father. and love. Yes, the hound father. <laughs> As he is known in the program, that is large how dog he is addressed. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we're talking yeah. Jake the Dad from Adventure Time, mm-hmm. which is ending now. It's so yeah. weird. Like Adventure Time has just been like a part of the culture. I feel like for so long it's become like air, and now it's just not going to be there, which is very strange. I know, and I'm really like, I was really surprised and also really like happy about that. Like, not like I love the show, obviously, but I just love the idea of that properly getting like a planned out yeah. and like carefully done ending rather than just like getting really shitty in 20 years and doing yeah. like a, you know, yeah, and then like end. sort of eventually falling off. Like, right. that would be such a bummer. That would suck. Yeah. yeah. And I also like, um, it's kind of like the biggest cartoon since like SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah. And I really, really loved the first couple seasons of SpongeBob. And then like, but it was just so profitable that they could never let it go. And like mm-hmm. all these people who were involved in it, like stopped being involved and it just got like really bland and boring. And I would just, I would hate to see that same fate befall my beloved adventure time. So that would I'm really, really happy that they're, yeah, that they're doing it right. Did, did you pronounce it SpongeBob SquarePants? SquarePants? <laughs> Because that is incredible, and I, <laughs> I didn't mean to, but I will now. Okay, forever. Spongeman Squarepants. Squarepants. <laughs> That's oh. how we pronounce it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. Jake the Dad is even a title of one episode, which I feel like we're going to be talking about kind of a lot. I know, I, I know, and I think it's so funny that eventually the series was like, well, what if we made him like a literal dad? Mm-hmm. Because he's just like, well, and the thing is like almost like a lot of figures in Adventure Time are father figures. Like even like the Ice King sort of represents like the like bad dad and like the, yeah. the person that, whose qualities you fear you'll embody. Um, so there's like a lot of parental figures, both figurative and little li- literal. But like, I don't know, Jake is such an interesting figure because he's, sort of more presented as like an older brother mm-hmm. like I guess in like the canon of the show it kind of flips around a bit but sometimes they're like they grew up together and sometimes it's like Jake is much older but he's like a f- brother but he kind of represents like this vision that you have of your dad when you're like really really young like as a kid where your dad is just like fun and like well see I'm like projecting because this is like my dad feelings but like <laughs> but like I, I don't know. He's almost like a sort of exaggeration of the like the the sort of license that we give dads to just be like fun and cool and and like let's leave it to mothers to like do the work and be disciplinarians. So I think it's funny that he is sort of that initially, and then by the end of the series, you get to see him be like an actual father to his grown children, and he's like, you know, not perfect. Yeah, I guess I've never really stopped to think about that, but Adventure Time is. Almost like, like one of the qualities of the show that I associate with it is just like, it's this kind of playground almost like, Mm. like it's in this future land of Ooh and like, 
there's dangers and there's like tests and there's all these problems, but it, it has almost this quality of being like, like real mortal danger is really only introduced a few times. And I feel like that's what makes it so intense. Like when the lich first shows up, it's like, oh my God, this is terrifying because like up until that point, there have been like kind of creepy things or like, like, yeah, just like difficult things that the characters are facing, but it still is basically just like at the end of the day, we all tell a joke and like there are in that playground, there are kind of all of these, yeah, parental figures Mm-hmm. Um, and like Jake is one and the Ice King is one. And in a way, like um, PB is kind of one as well, right? Like she yeah. is kind of mom a lot of the time. She is really, really mom. Like it's a lot of the early seasons are like very Oedipal. Like, it, I don't know, like Finn just feels this like attraction towards her. But mm-hmm. like it's but he's not even sure like what that is or what that represents. He just like really wants to be around this person. Um, and, and, you know, this, the show is also about Finn growing up, right. It's about becoming an adult. Um, so his relationship to PB matures and then it it doesn't turn into like an adult, like romantic or sexual relationship. It turns into this other thing that, uh, is actually kind of a lot more like what I think people, most, a lot of people's relationships with their mother turns into, um, where you stop like relying on them for stuff and just start like relating to them. Mm Um, and and Jake is the same way where like it, when you watch kind of like seasons one and two and three, like Jake is really there to just like catch Finn when he falls, sometimes very literally. Like, yeah. like when, when Finn would be doing something that was like mortally, like mortally dangerous, he just like turns into like a big trampoline or like turns mm-hmm. into a big soft pillow and like Finn lands on him. So there's also this like Jake really seems kind of all powerful in the first couple seasons, like really early on, which again, I think is like a perception a lot of children have of their fathers. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and even like seeing that slowly and like, not, not like abruptly and dramatically, but like very slowly become not so much the case anymore. Like that to me says so much about like the parental relationship that they're trying to model. Yeah, totally. I mean, like, in the arc of the show, yeah, he starts off, <laughs> I like that, like, as, like, a literal safety net almost. And, like, yeah, Jake yeah. is one of the reasons why the show is not, like, why the atmosphere of of the show is so, like, safe, kind of, um, at first. Because, like, regardless of, like, whatever, like, monster or whatever, like, that they're facing, like, Jake can just turn into, like, a giant dog and just, like, punch a snake <laughs> into the sky. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So like like he is always there in the event that things get too out of of hand to like restore things to to normal or to safety. Yeah, and that also that also says a lot about um because uh, there's a lot of like bad parents or not bad parents, but yeah, sometimes just like straight up bad dads. Like Finn's actual dad is just like not a good parent. Um, so I think it says a lot about what they're trying to convey about um what the show seems to think a good father is, which is that. Jake really like lets Finn go on crazy adventures and and explore and have fun and discover things, but is always 100% there to like turn into a hot air balloon and fly him away or like (laughs) turn into a brick wall and get between him and danger or whatever. Um, And he does that without ever being like actively worried or like stressing Finn out. You know, he's like very... Jake has this whole, like, what I love about Jake as a character is his, like, radical acceptance of everything. Mm. Um, And so he just has this, like, totally calm, like, even if Finn's freaking out, like, 
oh my god, that episode where Jake has the croak dream where he like oh, forces yeah. his own death. And that is like probably the most heavy like dad Jake episode, really. Like more so than the ones where he's a literal dad. Because like Finn can't handle it. He's like obviously horribly disturbed by it. And that's like a you know, mortality is a realization you have when you're a kid. And Jake is just like, no, you know, people die. And I've, you know, it's implied that he's just known a lots of people who have died. And he's like, yeah, it's just part of life. And yeah. And he just has this like, hmm, I will just model accepting and, <laughs> and, you know, and good emotional health. I'll just model that. Yeah. Jake is really like on board with, um, with like dialectical behavioral therapy and just like <laughs> radical acceptance and just be like, Oh, this is happening. Like yeah. I he, may feel a different way about that, but this is a thing that's happening right now. Yeah. And Jake's a, Jake's a spiritual man. Mm-hmm. Like he often has this very, like, I don't know the way he talks about good and evil and mortality and the way that the world works. Like he's, I can't think of anyone else in the series who is like a spiritual guide to Finn in that way. Mm, yeah. Um, and you were, you were talking about how he never seems to like get worried or like, or tries not to freak Finn out. Although like that does happen. <laughs> like, totally, it totally happens. It yeah. totally happens just cause like Finn is like, doesn't have the same emotional skill set as Jake does. Um, <laughs> And part of this, the series is like him sort of like learning to develop that stuff. But mm-hmm. um, the episode where he does actually like become a literal dad, like because mm-hmm. the whole arc of that episode is like him being this like overprotective, like yeah. trying to be this overachieving, like best dad ever um, mm-hmm. and like terrified of like the world outside and just like trying to protect his kids from like any realization that danger exists. Um, and then kind of learning that that is like, like impossible. Yeah. It's like the complete, his, his role as like actual literal dad is like the complete opposite of how he fathers Finn. Um, and yeah, the whole, the whole episode is about how like, that's not tenable. It's not sustainable. It's not going to work. Um, I watched that episode with my real IRL father mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I, he like found it funny in ways that I will never be able to, which is great. Um, but there's this great moment when he, like the, the babies are sleeping and Jake is like, <laughs> Oh, it's kind of like they're dead. And then he just like thinks about that and like consults his like book or whatever. He's like, and then he just completely flips out and like wakes them up. And like, I thought that was funny. My dad thought that was sort of funny, but when he, what he laughed is when, um, the foxes kidnap Jake, uh-huh. like they take him away to eat him. And, and Lady Rainicorn just has this like super casual, like, Oh, go and get your dad. Like, as though, like <laughs> he found that hilarious of just like, uh, you know, go, go pick up your dad. He's getting, he's in the scrape, you know? Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah. And, and I love, I love, um, that Jake's children in many ways become like more competent than him or like he kind of thinks that they're like smarter than him and uh and that's really interesting to me too like that you would have that relationship with your adult children where you're like yeah they've they've kind of got it figured out I, I you know i'm stepping back yeah yeah like the episode ends with them just like like chasing off these foxes who have decided to eat a baby and they think that jake is <laughs> one um and um and then jake being like oh okay well like you guys got this under control and like goes back to 
to Finn and Bimo. And it's like, yeah. yeah, they can pretty much take care of themselves. They don't really need me around, which is like kind of like a, a melancholic moment almost like, yeah. cause Jake starts the episode, like all like stoked to do dad stuff and to be a parent. Mm-hmm. And like, um, it's sort of presented as this like positive arc of him learning to let go and him like learning to like allow his kids to like explore the world, even when it's, dangerous or scary but then like there's this like kind of moment of like oh yeah well I guess I don't really need to do that or don't get Mm -hmm. to do that and it's like Mm -hmm. oh yeah Mm, yeah yeah it is it is kind of a bummer and like you're right he has he goes into that role with such gusto and then but again like he has that just like acceptance of like well the dad time you know the the time to be a father to small children is over <laughs> and i guess i will accept that but it is it is kind of sad and i yeah it it it, it is kind of um i don't know it's it's pretty cool that like a 10 minute cartoon is able to take you both through the feeling of being a of having babies and freaking out about their <laughs> about their every like um, moment and also through the feeling of like just recognizing recognizing that your children are independent and and that you know your role is going to change yeah totally um do you want to contrast jake with some of the other dads in adventure time a little more um because like you mentioned the ice king before and like the ice king being like the dad yeah. that you're worried about becoming and like there there are a few episodes where that is like very literally the case with Finn, right? Yeah. When he like in the alter, I don't know if it's an alternate reality or something. I forget the exact conceit where like he has the crown, like that's deeply, deeply terrifying. And it's presented as deeply terrifying. I think because like, like not everyone has an awesome relationship with their dad. And like, I know so many people where dad just represents like those things that I'm terrified I'm going to be. And like, I have to work really hard at not being, um, and to just have this, like, this other father kind of just constantly on the periphery and, like, kind of on the edge. Like, especially in the early seasons where he's more explicitly a villain. Like, it's it's really frightening. Like, it really adds this, like, weird kind of dark complexity um, to even the early seasons before we we understand a lot about the Ice King. Because he just represents, like, like bad dadness and, like, what's this, this, this person that, like you have this intense connection to, and yet you hate so much. Like, I, I, I wonder what the experience of like watching that is for people who have like really negative relationships with their father. Like that must be really frightening. I don't know. Yeah. And then there's like that whole series of episodes where they try to kind of humanize the ice King more as well. Mm-hmm. And like in a way that makes him more frightening, <laughs> like, yeah. um, and like, I, I can see how someone who, kind of would have a negative relationship with that character because of their own experiences would find those episodes really like like oh cool like well he has a reason for being bad so like yeah so he's not that bad after all but um and then you've got Finn's actual dad as well and like Mm. there's like this kind of interesting arc with with him where when Finn finds his dad like finds out that his dad's alive or like that he finally finds him in like this space prison. Um, He uh, is like so obsessed with him and like so Mm -hmm. obsessed with like finding him and like hanging out with him and like getting his approval and love. And like, it takes a while for him to be like, Oh, you're just a bad dad. Like his dad keeps telling him like, Oh, sorry, kiddo. Like gotta go. And like, he just doesn't get it for so long. And then he finally is just like, 
oh, yeah, this is not anything. Like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, bye. Yeah, and that's like, that's really hard. Like watching those Martin episodes, as much as Martin is like a pretty hilarious character and I enjoy him a lot, um, it is kind of hard to watch too because that's not what you want for Finn, right? Yeah. You want him to have like a cool dad. And I, I think it's really brave for a kid show because um, for some reason, a lot of kids media is afraid of like representing what like life is actually like for a lot of children. Mm. Um, they think that like kids can't handle that because uh, they don't experience bad things apparently. Um, <laughs> but I think it's really brave to just have something that's like, yeah, you know, your, your parents aren't going to be perfect. And sometimes they can like really fail at, at the role of at what they're supposed to do for you. And, and like, and you can't really change that. Like that's ultimately the lesson is that Finn can't like be good or like teach him or whatever. Like there's no option for him to like show him what being a good dad could be like. And then, you know, he like wins him over like, no, your, your dad's just your dad. And like, there's not a ton you can do about it really. Yeah. Which sounds like the biggest bummer in the world when I say it like that, but like, (laughs) I don't know. And, and again, it goes back to that, just like acceptance of what is right. That, Mm. that Jake's character and pretty much all like wisdom in adventure time is just based around like accepting what is or loving what is. And, and like even Jake's own children, like much later, um, as adults have to have that, even though like, I don't think Jake is a bad dad, but they also have to go through this thing of like, okay, Jake's not doing everything that we associate with like being a good father or that we think a father should do, but it only makes them miserable to try to shove him into that role. Right. They're they're, generally speaking as kids are much happier when they're just like, this is my dad and this is what he is. And I'm going to love that rather Mm -hmm. than trying to like be upset that he's not some other thing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, I'm just like, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh yeah, there is like, there are like a lot of like contrasting dads on this show. Like, I guess Mm -hmm. I hadn't really looked at it through that lens before, but like, and Jake is really one of the only good ones. (laughs) Like, cause I was just remembering like, um, Marceline's dad, who's like the demon king. Um, and then like... Uh, well, I guess Jake and and Finn's old Jake's dad. Yeah, Jake's yeah, Jake's dad, who also sort of raised Finn at a very early age, I guess. Um, even he, like, he kind of jerks them around a lot from beyond the grave, mm-hmm. and he's like really cool. And they talk about him having all these adventures, and he used to be like a detective and an explorer. Um, but then he kind of like he's kind of like really mean and like really jerks him around and really exp- and like has this whole thing of like Finn needing to be like a man and to like grow up and be tough. That's like really harsh. So, yeah, I mean, Jake also has to decide not to be that kind of dad. Right. Which I think is probably hard. Like, I think probably a lot of people just kind of default to being the dad that they had or trying so hard to not be the dad that they had that they end up making a lot of the same mistakes. Yeah. But yeah, there's there's that one episode, I forget the name of it, where their their dad made this dungeon for them. And so they go um, and and their dad is like sending all these posthumous messages to Jake being like, you have to toughen Finn up, you know, really push him, really push him to be harder. Don't let him, you know, be a baby. And Finn has to like, de- or sorry, Jake has to decide that like, I don't want to be that. I don't want to do that. That's like cruel and and wrong. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I think Joshua is like more of this kind of typical sort of the the prototypical cool, like stoic Mm. dad. Yes. Yeah. And, and yeah, like, um, you don't really get to see much of him, but like these little snippets of him being like a detective. And even the way he talks is like very like, <laughs> yeah. like old timey, like cool, like severe dad. Yes, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And you see, you sort of see like Jake refusing that, mm-hmm. which is really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And Jake, um, oh, what was I going to say? I feel like Jake also has like a really good relationship with his feminine side and Mm. he's like shown exhibiting feminine characteristics a lot and like is happy to be pretty. And I feel like he's like really like into that from time to time, Um, which I think is also kind of like not necessarily usual for a lot of like cartoon dads where, you know, cartoon uses like shorthand and exaggeration. So dad is often just like, like Jake's dad, like that sort of hyper masculine, like, um, kind of old timey conservative father image, and and Jake's like way not into that too, which is like really cool. Oh man, this is just reminding me that I love Jake the dog, and he's really oh, cool. He's so good. <laughs> he's very very good. <laughs> yeah, <sighs> what a good dog and a good dad. Yeah. So yeah, basically, Adventure Times the story of many parents and. Well, it's the story of Finn growing up. So a huge part of that is trying to establish, like, what is a good relationship with your parents? What do you do about your parents? What do you do about, like, family? And, I mean, I don't know. Even the fact that, like, Finn is – Finn and Jake are, like, chosen family. Like, it's not 100% clear on how Finn kind of became his brother. Um, I feel like there might be some competing information there. But they've decided to, like – live together as a unit forever apparently um and and he kind of like takes jake on as as a father figure and even when he meets his like real father and that obviously does not work out he kind of just like goes back to jake and is like no i think jake's gonna be the father figure and i don't know now that the series is ending i keep thinking of like epilogues for you know for these characters and what's gonna happen and i feel like there's no way that they could possibly live together forever, right? Like, I don't know. I just don't see that happening. Yeah. I mean, it seems like, I don't know. I, I mean, I was going to say, it seems like you have to move out of the treehouse at some point. Um, mm-hmm. Like that's, that's growing up, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe they do. Um, but it seems yeah. unlikely. Yeah. Like yeah. it seems like, but like, yeah. in Jake, the dog, when Jake um, comes back from his puppies, he's like, and he's saying like, oh, they don't really need him anymore. He's like, well, I've got a slamming family right here too. And like, yeah. it's so sweet. But like, yeah, you do get the sense of like, that this is something as the show kind of winds down that will have like, will come to an end, right? Like everything else in the show. And like, I actually, <laughs> I think I read a quote somewhere one time that someone who works on Adventure Time said that the show is like about preparing people and maybe just kids for like the fact that they will die one day (laughs) um and like maybe to put it in a less grim way it's like about things 
like families and relationships and things ending and changing and yeah um and people growing and that being okay and and normal yeah and it that's what that's what tells me that they can't live in the treehouse forever because i think like so many of the characters so many of the the stories are about growing up, about changing, about accepting change, about like working with change. And, and I think resisting change in general in the show usually leads to like bad outcomes. Yeah. Um, and to me, it would just seem like the most natural culmination of like everything that Finn's been going through to eventually not live in a treehouse anymore and to like eventually become an adult because so much of it is about him growing up. Like he's really not, he seems kind of Peter Panish, I feel like, early mm-hmm. on, but he's really not. Like, he really isn't about keeping everything static and maintaining childhood forever. Um, like, he's, he's really grown a lot. And I don't know, to me, it would be like the most natural conclusion of that would be for him to, like, leave and go off and do something else. Like, a lot of shows have a sort of structure where, like, okay, but at the end you know, they're all back at home and everything's pretty much the same as it was or at the end of every season, you know, everything's pretty much back the same as it was. And I think Adventure Time is like the complete opposite. Like everything changes and that's constant. Yeah. And Jake's philosophy about that is just like accepting that things change and like, and being okay with it and like making peace with that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The chips and ice cream episode where Mm -hmm. Jake gets the like, weird talking mounds on the top of his head and he's just like mm, this is my life now better roll with the punches <laughs> <laughs> that is that is jake the dog like completely 100 percent. just like gets an ancient horrible curse that will affect his life forever and he's like ah eh, them's the breaks mm-hmm. that's how she goes <laughs> <sighs> yeah well maybe Let's call it there because I think that is a really good way to summarize Jake's <laughs> whole deal. So is there anything I know you were just some alone secrets like not too long ago. I know. But um <laughs> for anyone who uh did not listen to that episode, they totally should. Um and where can people find you online? Um probably the best place is Twitter. I'm at mm-hmm. muscular Pikachu. Um, you could also go to helloalexroberts.com. I post about like the show and various writing gigs and stuff that I do there, design projects. Um, but really Twitter is the best way. Mm-hmm. Like that's where I talk about everything fun. <laughs> cool. cool. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, and I will talk to you later. Uh, thanks. This cool. was super, super fun. Bye kiddos. <laughs> Bye. Is it Dad Feelings is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by Nick Bravo for Stay Mean. Stay Mean is listener-supported. If you appreciate the shows we make and want access to bonus episodes and other perks, support us at dadfeelings.com support. Our theme music is Swell Content by Speedy Ortiz off their album, Foil Deer. Thanks to Car Park Records and Sadie Dupuy. Thanks for listening. Be good, kiddos.